movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have... They also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. podcast episode and YouTube episode. We're actually doing our spoiler review for Wonder Woman 1984. This movie is actually directed by Patty Jenkins, and I have my good friends with me, Ladasha and Tamika. Say hello to everybody. Hey! <laughs> and I just want to go on ahead and say this. Whenever I saw the previews, I was actually sold on the film. I loved the trailers whenever it came out. And now, lo and behold, HBO Max released it over the Christmas holiday. And I have to be honest with you. I'm, this movie, I was actually underwhelmed once I saw the movie. Um, I did like the opening scene. I did like that. I did like uh, whenever we see her in the Olympics type of Greek mythology and stuff like that when it first opens up. Yeah. I did love that part, that aspect of it. And I thought that might be a good introduction to when we might actually see Cheetah. And instead, it was like totally different than what I expected because I was thinking, okay, maybe Cheetah shows up from her past and then she doesn't remember how old she is or anything whenever she pops into her life. So maybe there's some years down the road where she forgets about who Cheetah is and then they just happen to meet at the mall and they become friends. But that's not the case here. Instead, they do a whole different thing, which I'm okay with. I'm glad my theories didn't work out in my favor or anything like that. I'm not let down by that. But was there anything that made you speculate or theorize that maybe she might show up earlier in the film or anything like that? Um, I just knew about Cheetah from Justice League. So to be honest, I didn't really know anything about the background of how she got her powers or anything. So I came at it totally new. So the way they introduced her was fine with me. I think I told told you, Mika, you know, she was doing her Michelle Pfeiffer impression at the beginning where she was klutzy and nobody right. liked her and, you know, from Batman. To me, that was, right. To me, that was actually the Richard Donner thing I, from the old school Superman. Yeah. If you ever remember, Clark Kent did the same exact thing. So I thought yeah. it was like a cool throwback 
to Richard Donner, but does it actually fit in with the 2020 world, especially now when we have good storytelling as opposed to what we got before in the 1980s, the 70s, and stuff like that when it goes to storytelling with comic book-based movies. And I just want to go on ahead and say this. And the trailers and everything with the whole entire deal where Wonder Woman takes down these criminals in the jewelry store, I was all for it and everything. I was eating my popcorn and everything else in the trailer. But whenever I saw it being portrayed on the screen in its entirety, it threw me off. Because I'm yeah. like, there's just something about that scene. It's about the cheesiness of that scene <laughs> being taken place in the 1980s. And I'm like, okay, I thought we moved past from this direction and we went into the 2020 kind of style of doing things, but I understand maybe that's what they were going for, where we actually mm -hmm. have that little bit of cheesiness like we got from the Michael Keaton Batmans and things like that. So I actually understand maybe that's what they were trying to go for. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it felt like they were trying to make it 80s, mm -hmm. but you could tell it was 2020 trying to make it into the 80s. Like when you see Stranger Things, that feels 80s. Because right. I grew up in the 80s, so I'm like, Stranger Things feels like the way it felt in the 80s. This felt like it was just being cheesy. I mean, from all the the hair and the spray and the, you know, and, and all the, the, the mall. I mean, it just all the Walden books. I mean, it just, it just looked like they were just trying to make it 80s, you right. know. It kind of felt a little bit like the 80s to me. Um, with the mall scene, but I, I guess I see what you mean. It feels more like a setup. Yeah, you could tell it was a setup yeah. for something. While Stranger Things, you can it feels like that's where they live. Like, right? This is this is every and day. Like they live the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if they were trying to make it like the TV show. I think they were. Yeah, because it kind of reminded me of that initial, yeah, the initial scenes of the last season of Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. When last they were at the mall. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it really felt like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see what you mean. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh oh. Yeah. All right, but yeah, I can definitely tell. Uh, I know what you mean exactly because of the fact that these kids actually do feel like they're living in the 1980s and everything and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. They actually feel like the 80s. They know the 80s. With this, it felt like it was just a set piece to get us through the next yeah. scene rather than painting the picture of what the 80s is actually looking like. Yeah, we got a little bit of the hairdresser scene. Yeah, we got the Walden books, the J.C. Pennings yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But it didn't give us that 80s flavor that I was expecting. No. And and then also, too, when even the stunt work and stuff like that didn't really feel no. like something that I was actually caring for. Because that was actually something that I was actually wanting to see more of was the stunt work within that scene. Because even in the trailers, so I was like, okay, this is actually pr a pretty cool setup. We actually get to see Wonder Woman fight crime, do her lasso of truth. We actually get to see her do things. And it just looked like she was just skating on ice, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very easy for her, and right. you know, and I know that it's gonna be easy, but it just felt just too easy for her, you know. Right. But one of the favorite parts of the movie was the lasso, 
the special effects they did with the, her lasso were on point. Well, did the original film, the question of both of you, did the first Wonder Woman film feel like the 1920s? Yeah, it felt more like World War II. It felt like 2019 being World War II. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Charlie Whitman actually uh, has something that he wanted to add real quick. He goes, I agree with you. And being underwhelmed with the Wonder Woman 84, the trailer got me hyped for this movie. I like this one a little bit more than the first one, but was expecting more. Yeah. I could actually see that. But yeah. back to your oh, but back to your question, Tamika, though. Um, you know, I actually did feel like in the 2016 Wonder Woman movie. I did feel like that it was actually in the 1920s. I actually felt like I was away from 2020 as far as way as I could get. Well, 2016 as far as way as I could get. And yeah. I actually felt like I was glued into this because that was actually the world that Steve Trevor actually knows. And he's actually yeah. introducing one woman into this world, in this world, into the way that we actually consider normal at that time for the 1920s. And that's what I was actually glued into. The history actually matched up to what it needed to match up to. And it actually glued me into that world and everything. With this, it didn't really feel like the 80s too much in that whole opening scene. Now, as this movie played on, it felt a little bit more like the 80s in a sense, but not enough to where I'm like, wow, they went out of their way to show us the 80s. Because I was expecting a lot more 80s music than what I got, especially whenever Wonder Woman is more of a you know, a happier character than what Batman is and stuff like that. So I was thinking that they were going to show some more 80s music, 80s flavor to it, mm -hmm. but it, it didn't deliver for that part. Mm, too mm. kind of depressed half the movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> was, she, was, she was depressed. I thought the boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, I thought she would be playing like the pitch mode, getting dressed or... right. You know, uh, being in the car playing, you know, Rick Isley's son. I don't know. <laughs> right. But another um, thing, though, I want to talk about is this. The whole entire thing in her apartment. I love the apartment scene where it shows throughout the years of all the places she traveled. Yeah. yeah. Trying to live her life one day at a time without Steve. And... You know, I like that whole entire nod. It's like, hey, I'm trying to move on. But at the same time, Steve was actually my first love, my first love interest. So I'm mm -hmm. trying to move on from that. But it's actually hard because this person was in my life for such a short time. But I loved him more than anything. And then it cuts into the whole entire deal, which I love when they went into the whole entire archaeology aspect of the film. Because I'm a yeah. huge history nerd myself. So uh -huh. doing the archaeology scene was fantastic. I love that whole entire setup. I thought that uh, Barbara was perfectly well introduced. I could actually believe her character. Nobody wanted to be around her. She was super awkward. She has that whole entire, uh, like I mentioned before, the Richard Don Donner days of Superman. Yeah. She actually had that flavor going with her, which actually works for that character. Mm -hmm. But so Just like Michelle Pfeiffer. You know how she was an awkward secretary? That's oh, yeah. To be around, yeah, her anyway. uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. Energy was all put in, yeah, and also it just seemed like up under her energy is a bit of malice. You could mm. tell she did not, you know, she was angry that people treated her that way. No, she was angry, she was seen as invisible, yeah, she, she was angry about that, mm. yeah, it's deep, right? Yeah, deep. and 
what did you guys think about the whole wishing part of the film? Like where oh. they actually wish Man, on the film. I don't know. I thought the wishing stuff was stupid. I just <laughs> I felt like they should have wrote it a bit better mm. than just the wish because then the guy became the wish. And I was just like, okay, so you're trying to say it's bad to wish for things? Well, it's one of the simple ways uh, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah, it was be careful. With, yeah, but it was, I don't know. It just seemed like, I don't know. It just, it didn't, that part didn't blow me away, but understood, understood where, where they were coming from. I kind of, right. kind got the wishing thing. It's kind of like that mode of the 80s where you have those infomercials and the guys are around with like 50 women in a limousine and it's like, you can be like me too. I'm rich. You know, like um, what's that um, yeah. lifestyles of the rich. Oh, like, yeah, lifestyle of the rich and famous. famous. Yeah, it had like that, Robin Leach. Yeah, it had that Robin Leach mm-hmm. tone to it. Mm-hmm. So it would be perfect. To be to possess the dreamstone in that sense. Right. My problem with that is I don't know how he knew about the dreamstone. Huh. It didn't explain it. Man, it just had yeah. pictures saying that he searched for it. And I'm like, well, how did he know, know what it was? Yeah. Well, so another is- thing was this. How did he know what it was? Second of all, how did he know it was in that whole entire holding area in the back of the jewelry store was another thing. They didn't yeah. go into explain that detail. They didn't explain the background of the stone at all until mm-hmm. like later on, whenever you go into the whole Mayan thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. still, I'm, there's one thing that I have to say I'm glad that they didn't do. I'm glad that they didn't go based off of there's another god out there that's actually after her. I'm glad that they actually yeah. chose... Yeah, I'm glad they actually thought outside their box a little bit with Maxwell because I felt like Maxwell was actually a good villain. Yeah, the way he was actually introduced because we are our own worst enemies when it comes down to certain things, and that's exactly what Maxwell was. And you know, I thought that Maxwell was going to be one of those types of people where he's not going to. It totally blew my blew me away whenever he just becomes a stone because I was thinking one way, and then they go a total different way with it. For example, I was thinking. That he was just gonna keep on wishing for shit. I was just thinking yeah, that he was gonna keep yeah, that's going with it. And then all of a sudden they do a whole entire switcheroo, like a wishmaster kind of thing from mm-hmm. Wes Craven. And mm-hmm. he becomes the stone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I was not expecting that. So no, I, I, away. I liked it though. I like when he became the wishing stone. That was kind of genius. Yeah, yeah, and then how he had to keep fulfilling people's wishes so he can keep his health. That was funny. Let's see. Charlie oh, said, yeah. they brought Steve back. Oh yeah, my god, was, that part was awkward. That was yeah. Because I was thinking, yeah. like, so how does she know this guy? Like, did she encounter him at work and then? Uh, because in my head, I was telling you, if I wrote it... Where did he come from? That, I mean, yeah. I'm still on. Where did this dude come well, from? Well, if I wrote it, he would just been like a guy that asked Diana out. And then she was like, no, because she can't move on from Steve. This is how I would write it if yeah. I was writing a script. Yeah. And then 
you will introduce Steve into him and it'll be a combination of this could be my potential future and mm-hmm. then it's my past in one body. Like that's how I would write it. I just wanted a bridge to understand yeah. who this dude was yeah. and how he was getting close enough to Diana to even talk to her. Because I'm like, was he a guy who worked with her? Was yeah. he a guy just at the party hanging out with her? It was like all of a sudden this dude, she turned around and this and she was like, don't stop following me. And I'm like, who is he? I didn't even know he was following you. You know? But she had other guys at work too that would try to get her Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what I was thinking was this, right? She's seeing Steve everywhere she goes. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing the stone is like, well, I'm going to find you the closest thing that you can find of Steve that I can find that Mm -hmm. looks like him. And that's Mm -hmm. what I think it did. But at the same time, and I, this is just me theorizing whenever I saw the trailer. I thought maybe Zeus gave uh, her a bargain ship where it's like, okay, you defeated Ares for me. So therefore, in return, I'm going to return Steve to you since he was your first love. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be consequence, consequences behind me giving you Steve. Yeah. It's not going to be the Steve that you remember. Yeah, It's going to be an altercation of what Steve is. Or yeah. something yeah. to that effect, to where she has to make him remember who he is mm-hmm. and fell in love. So I thought that might be the key thing, but yeah. I was totally wrong on that direction though too. So yeah. I like the misdirection here. Yeah, it's it's good misdirection, but they need yeah. to just explain it a little bit more. Right. Yeah, explain how, how this guy. First of all, it I didn't even understand how he even got in this guy's body. Yeah. I didn't get that. Well, I don't think he said it. He was like, it went dark and then he was sleeping, then he woke up. <laughs> and I'm just like, why why this guy? I mean yeah. what's so special? It could have been a bum on the street. I mean, how he got there. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was thinking was, you know how in the nineties when someone dies and they put somebody else in somebody's body that doesn't match yeah. with their body? That's yeah. what I was thinking that they're doing here is just Total, you know, we just have to go in with disbelief on that part where it's like, okay, this is the person that that the stone actually chose, and we just have to play along with it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it does make raise the question, why this guy? Why him? He's just an average Joe on the street. But I do like the fact that you know, they do explain that he all he saw was darkness and all of a sudden he woke up, which means that he knows that he died. And next thing you know, he's in this guy's body. But I like how Diane has to be like the one who's supposed to be helping him, uh, teaching him stuff. Because yeah. he's like the fish out of water now, just like how she was. And now yeah. he's like, what's this? What's that? And yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Now, that part was right. funny, especially when he got to the trash can. Right. Yeah. He goes, what's yeah. that? Oh, that's with the trash can. And then yeah. the fanny yeah. pack. Them him f- tr- trying yeah. on the different yeah. outfits. Yeah, I know, and you know, it. It. I think my problem was, and I know we're gonna go back to Lucifer, John. But you remember <laughs> when the mother, Lucifer's yep. mother, came from wherever, and she was a spirit, and she was bouncing from person to person trying to find a host, and right. she found one guy. He was too fat, and then right. she tried another person that wasn't working. Then she finally found her body in this woman who had gotten killed. And that's right. how she ended up inhabiting it. So that made sense. But this right. transition didn't make any sense. It was like, why is he mm-hmm. in her? 
And I thought maybe the wishing stone, uh, what I thought was when she picked up the wishing stone at work, maybe she wished Steve was back. But and was, that brought him yeah, back. Explained it though. They never I yeah. never saw her yeah. say that I wish Steve yeah. would come back. And I wish that they would have done it where she was falling mm-hmm. asleep. And then she just said, I wish Steve would come back. You see, like, this I is what hear her say it. Yeah. Right. But I understand what you're going for, but I actually knew just the way she was gazing at that stone and the way she was talking about how she missed Steve and everything. We don't say our wishes out loud sometimes either. So, you know, so with her, it was basically just her wishing on her own without anybody else knowing what she wished for. Mm -hmm. And you can tell in her eyes what she's wishing for. You can tell that's how good of an actress that Gal Gadot actually is yeah. when it comes down to that. Because now I feel like she's very well grounded as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And before, you know, I like the little smirk she had in Batman versus Superman and stuff like that when she gets knocked down to the ground yeah. and she has that pizzazz. But now you can tell she's glued into this character. And plus she gave us an emotional level to the character that we didn't get in the first film. I was actually... It was pulling on my heartstrings yeah. in this movie, though, with her. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. definitely when she had to leave Steve. Yeah, that was big. that was nice. Yeah. Let's see. Charlie says Steve coming back in terms of wishing him back. I truly believe that he never died in the first place. Sci-fi deaths are not really dead. Well, <laughs> no, they don't. Not really. True. But yeah. I thought they really shouldn't have killed Steve anyway in the first one. Mm. He was just too good. Either I just love Chris Pine. I'm a Chris Pine lover. To be honest with you, Chris Pine's an underrated actor, if you actually think about it. He is good. He really, he's very good. And, uh, and of course, he's the best at um, Star Trek. Well, yeah, you know I love Star Trek. You know I love him in Star Trek. But one, um, well, the one that he had the Academy Award nomination for. Um, the one where he was a bank robber with his brother. Oh, okay. I know the movie you're talking about because I love that movie. Hell of High Water. High Water. Yeah, yeah, he yeah was that good. was a great movie. Oh, that was awesome. That was really awesome. Good. I wonder why he underrated Because he Captain Kirk and people got issues with that. The and Trekkies. They... No, not the Trekkies. No, I'm talking no, no. about no, no, it has nothing to do with the practice. It's just that I don't think certain yeah. directors know where to put him at. Yeah. So it's hard to actually cast him in something. Mm-hmm. So whenever he was cast on Hill or High Water, I'm like, yes, Chris Pine was awesome in that movie. Yeah. But, you know, I liked the whole entire thing with Steve Trevor. I understood why he would sacrifice himself because of the fact he's sacrificing himself for the good of America and stuff like that and being the yeah. hero that he is. So that's actually reasonable. With him mm-hmm. coming back and everything, like I said, I like certain aspects of with him coming back, but they didn't, like you said, it would have actually been better, Ladasha, like you said, if they went on and said, well, I went to this body, that body, and this yeah, body, yeah. and this body. But it was just like, okay, I found this average Joe-looking guy. I'm sitting, I'm laying yeah. down my pot and yeah. just chilling, eating my spaghettios, and I just happen to wake up. Yeah, um, and you're yeah, like, but, all right, yeah. But, right. but once they got back together, I felt like the old magic just came. Right. You know where he's helping, he's in the background helping. Like he got a blind side 
Because he actually tried to go up against cheating. I'm like, go on with your best. Right. <laughs> that ain't yeah. going to work. No. But okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah <laughs> right. I like he's never in the way, her way. No, nah, he, he's never he in the way. like knows Ooh. who she is and he's secure enough to just right. be in the background. Right. Well, Another thing I want to Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, so we talked a little bit about Rebecca a little bit. But I like the chemistry between her and Gal, just her and just getting to know each other yeah, and everything, you know? And I really do feel like, you know, I, I really do. I feel like Kristen Wiig did a good job of playing Cheetah and Rebecca. Yeah, she I, did a great job. I don't think I've seen a Saturday Night Live uh, cast member that recent do such a good job like this. Mm-hmm. But, oh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's on Saturday Night Live. Uh, oh. My sister stopped watching Saturday Night Live when Will Ferrell left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anything after Will Ferrell, she's like, who are these people? Will Ferrell. I watch a little bit here and there, but not that much like I used to with SNL. Yeah, I don't yeah. watch it like that. I Yeah, I watch it here and there, but I saw some when she was on. She was like the annoying Target lady. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so I, I remember that part. That's how but she played some more characters, uh, but she had a few standouts. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But she was good in here. I was, I was really impressed. Really surprised her yeah. and um, Pedro. Oh yeah, yeah. ever since yeah. Game of Thrones, he's just my so, dude. Man. Those were the two breakout stars <laughs> for me. Yeah. Right. And let's talk about Pedro Pascal's character, though, Maxwell. Mm-hmm. At first, you're thinking this guy's a big, huge, high dollar millionaire, billionaire that's going to try and do yeah. something with this museum. And then you see this big, huge building, which looks nice on the in- outside. Yeah. But once you get into the inside, you realize, OK, this guy is in debt. This guy yeah. is a bunch- he's a bullshit artist. Yeah. And everything. And he's yeah. just throwing balloons in the air, hoping that somebody would catch it and invest in his company. Because let's just face it, him doing those commercials and everything is probably taking his, a big chunk of his change, plus his partner's change, to make those yeah. commercials. Yeah. yeah. Just like the 80s. Yeah. Because the guy even <laughs> told him he wanted his money back because this is a Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, I like and how they, oh, they had a lot of schemes back in the yeah, 80s yeah, too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of people like him. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Especially when you look at the oil industry during that time, though, too. Oh, yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Which is something I really liked about this. They did match up the timeline really well with with that, mm-hmm. with the oil industry, how it was the future of everything. And you see these other guys buying up oil in their countries. And Maxwell is just drilling everywhere in the United States, not knowing that there <laughs> is no oil in the United States. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is interesting because, like with Dallas, they talk about Texas having all the oil. Right. Yeah. You kind of notice on his map of drills, Texas. (laughs) He was in in Texas. He was just didn't uh, didn't hit the target right. I know. He didn't hit the right. He wasn't in the right strike zone. Think about Texas. I mean, he's probably drilling in Georgia. So no. Public service service announcement is no oil. If you could have drilled and found Publix, 
That was the week after. Like, what do you think of the This is like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My question for y'all, though, is what did you think of the whole entire thing with uh, Maxwell's son and him? Because he's like, uh, I'm doing all this for you, son. I'm doing yeah. all this for you. But even his own son is like, you're a liar, daddy. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. I feel I so bad. Babe, but... Yeah, I feel so bad for him because I really, clearly that was his weak spot was his son. Mm-hmm. And he really felt like I'm doing all this for him. And I thought that was believable. But he just mm-hmm. was such a loser about it. He couldn't. <laughs> He couldn't turn. He couldn't turn it, you know. Yeah, and even with his son, he was like, "I don't want you. I don't want you growing up knowing that your dad is a loser." Yeah, because he's wrong about me. I'm not a loser. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that yeah, that was, that was real sad. Because our perspective to our, I don't have kids or anything like that. But to adults, we want the best for the kid, for the mm-hmm. for the kids and everything too. And mm-hmm. we care about how they look and perceive us and everything too. So just because we have those anxieties does not mean that the kid doesn't feel that way towards out towards us or anything like that either. Because he's like, I don't look at you like that, Daddy. I loved you from the from the moment that I was born. Yeah, like, that crushed my soul. I mean. <laughs> And then, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. And he was such a cute little kid. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. We well, can like, tell the trouble though in a marriage. Like, oh, it's my weekend to have him. Yeah. Yeah. Some clues about he's a divorced man that's trying to um, yeah. get not be a loser. Basically, the whole yeah. family trying to prove to people that mm-hmm. he wasn't a loser. Right. But then. Yeah. It started off like that, right? And then all of a sudden, it's just like, I want to take over everything. It went from, I don't well, want to prove people wrong to, yeah. I just want to take over everything. Mm-hmm. That's also how the Cold War supposedly started in this world. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, yeah. that's another thing I didn't get, like the the oil guy. Mm-hmm. The, the, what, what country was he in? Was he in? Oh, you talking Saudi about that Arabia part. or something yeah. like that? Yeah, that part of the movie where the guy wished for his ancestral home or yeah, something. I, I, I didn't that whole part, part I didn't understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understood that a little bit because okay. I think that there's a lot to do with Israel and stuff like that, how the land is actually divided yeah. between the two ancestors and stuff. So I want to say that was Israel that was actually divided. So he wanted unity with his the country and everything to where there's no walls or anything like that. So, and not only that, but the way it was divided, and this is going through biblical times and everything else, too, mm-hmm. but it was a war between the families because God promised them this one piece of land, and there was a division between the families mm-hmm. and everything, and that's what caused the friction. So, mm-hmm. what he was wishing for was for the friction to be over with to where he wouldn't have to worry about it anymore, mm-hmm. where they can be un- unit, unit united. But Maxwell, on the other hand, decided to do a whole different loophole where he's like, okay, you have that, but instead, this is what's going to happen to you now. All your people are right. So that's what caused the war with him and everything because the wall is being destroyed. Oh, okay. Okay. The wall that, okay. 
Yeah, the yeah. wall is being destroyed. Therefore, now the the friction that he had with the end with his enemies, which is the families mm-hmm. and everything, now you have that friction. You have people coming in, fighting, and therefore oh. he has no one to defend him. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. So I actually yeah. understood that. Okay, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't mean to get biblical or anything, but I, 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 I really couldn't figure out like right. first he wished for, and then when he took his security guards, yeah, and he said something. I, I that whole thing I didn't understand. Yeah, that's what I got from that, but I could be wrong. <laughs> but that's what I was picturing in my head on what was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, Let's see here. Another thing, too, that I want to mention is the fact that with the invisible jet thing, too. Mm. Oh, yes. I was waiting on that. I was like, like oh, that? gosh. He, she got to turn this into the invisible jet. I'm waiting. Okay, so there's a few little small issues I have with this scene, but I also want to say this, too. There is three, just in case anybody wanted to know about this, there is three transitions to Cheetah. There is the Barbara when we get first get introduced to Barbara. Mm-hmm. Then the wish when she actually goes ahead and gets the wish that she wants, where she has more confidence, where she wants to be more like Diana. She gets the mm-hmm. powers like Diana has, which is also the reason why Diana is actually showing weakness because her powers is being drained from that wish. Yeah. Then the third phase is actually when she says she wants to be the apex um, predator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's the three transformations. Now, what I was thinking was we were going to see maybe one transformation of this whole entire thing where we actually see her in her human form. Well, two transformations. One, we get to see her in her human form. form. And then the other one, we get to see her in her cheetah form. And that's it. But they went through three different steps to give us Cheetah. And I feel like Cheetah was more of the background character than anything. I feel like that she was poorly misused Mm. in this movie. I would have been yeah. perfectly fine with just Maxwell and everything that they were going after. Yeah. And then That's just mm. my personal opinion. That's just what I'm thinking about. What do you guys think? Um, Cheetah was kind of in the background. I mean, she kind of started in the foreground and then they incorporated. It seemed like Pedro Pascal, when he shows up, he's a he seems like a, a scene stiller anyway. Yeah. So it's like you know, if it wasn't Gal Gadot dealing with him, everybody else kind of falls into the background. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, yeah, she really did kind of fade in there. And you kind of got a taste of it, the fight, I guess, in the White House of how strong she was and how weak right. uh, Wonder Woman was getting. But you know, and then the fight at the end, it was kind of dark. I couldn't hardly see it good. We're going to get to that in a minute because I do want to yeah, yeah, that's the part. Because where I, the you and I are did. both on agreement with that, but I want to hold that. I want to hold that okay. for me okay. and everything yeah. because I do have something that I actually want to add to that scene yeah. that you're talking about. But yeah. another thing, though, too, is that I like the desert scene when they're actually on the run and everything, yeah. too. That was actually really good. I felt a that's sense of danger great. for Steve as well because I'm like oh god is something going to happen to Steve because never once did I actually feel like that he was just a cartoon character that was just there yeah. and he was totally safe I actually felt like he was actually in danger in most of those scenes that we actually see him in so and then yeah. I, was, I was also fearful for Diana as well 
Yeah, he was, but oh, he yeah. was a military guy, so you could tell he was used for war. Well, not so in that. He just jumped. No, no, not that kind. Not, but. not in that one scene no. where he's trying to kick the machine gun. I was like, what is no, no, I know. In my car, so I'm gonna kick the machine gun. Yeah, but that that was because he basically 80 years old by that point. Right. His mind, he's oh, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, Captain America. He's really old in his mind, so he this stuff he ain't never seen. But once he figured out, like, okay, these are the modern weapons. It's like his war training kicked in. He's like, okay, like an ADO veteran. Yeah, like let me roll this tank. Let me let me use this gun. Let me fly this jet. You know, oh, even right. though that was a bit of a, I I can't believe that part that he knew how to fly a fighter jet. Okay, yeah, well, we're gonna get to that now. Okay, the, okay. Well, in, the, in the World War II, I'm well, like, oh man, I didn't know, know how to fly okay. I didn't know where so, they were. Okay, I know this go. might seem repetitive. If anybody's actually watched any type of spoiler reviews on YouTube or anything like that, I know this might sound repetitive, but I just need to go on ahead and say this on the record too, because as I'm watching this film, as I'm watching her turn this jet invisible i'm like okay sold on that part because and yeah. then she also goes into the explanation of i tried tur turning my coffee cup invisible and i could not find it so okay. so she went into some type of training with that so i was okay with that yeah then all of a sudden steve who was used to regular ordinary world yeah. war one or two airplanes aircraft can now all of a sudden fly this carrier out of there and there's just so happens to be a, a full tank of gas in this aircraft oh, no. <laughs> So I'm like, I it, thought they were going to fly in the, one, the plane that they knew how to fly. Yeah, yeah that's when Oh, yeah. Was that a flight museum? I didn't know where they were. I was like, where are they? And then <laughs> At first I thought Diana owned that for a minute. Yeah, I thought I, Diana owned that. I didn't think they set that up right because I was like, no. where is she going? And I thought, what is going on? And I was like, oh, this is some type of military thing. Right. Because here's the thing. I thought, I thought Diana owned that. I'm like, okay, how much money are you actually making, Diana? All of a sudden, yeah, you yeah. Like, I thought that was either a private collection or she went back to the Smithsonian to grab one of them oh. old planes. Used to, yeah. I thought right. that's what people doing. I'm I like, know. wait a minute, that man don't know how to fly a jet, and then he grabbing the controls. I'm like, come on now, right? That's. <laughs> I'm like, okay. At that point, I'm like, okay. I'm. Uh, let's see. I guess we have Susie make... Matthews from Australia. Hey, Susie, hey, glad hey, that you're hey, 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 is it summer is it? is it summer? No, no. Wait, they opposite us, right? Yeah, they're opposite. Say hey, Jackman. <laughs> hey, Hugh Jackman and Chris Hemsworth. Hey, Chris Hemsworth. Jackman. Papa Hemsworth. Hey, 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 Love you. <laughs> but uh. I swear. Okay, so uh, another thing that I thought that was visually stunning was the fireworks with them flying underneath the fireworks display oh, and stuff like that. So that was really cool. That was dope. That was good. I want that ride so bad. 
I don't know which which world does that. Is that gonna be Disney World or Universal World? Probably Universal, right? I don't know, but I want that ride right now. It'll be if Six Six Flags was still around, it would probably be Six Flags because WB yeah, is part of Six Flags. Yeah, Six Flags still in Atlanta, right? Yeah, it's in Georgia. Yeah, right. Okay, well, we don't have Six Flags over here anymore. It got destroyed by Katrina. No but, problem. <laughs> Yeah, but, destroyed what? By Katrina. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's so, okay. Yeah. But anyways, um, so you back know, on target. You um, don't them, them bad words you mentioned, Katrina, yeah. Andrew. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but, no. yeah, um, let's go ahead. Right. Let's go ahead and talk about this now. So, <laughs> corral the girls. <laughs> we also have another scene too where um Diana reannounces her wish from Steve because she sees the destruction around yeah. her and everything too. Which I thought that was really good. I like the fact that yeah. she's actually thinking about things and she's putting aside things and everything. It's like, look, I need to go yeah. ahead and reannounce my wish. Another thing though, too, I liked how they actually got the Mayan. The guy, uh, well, yeah. he has a Mayan background. Weird. That was weird. He <laughs> just like some guy, some guru that Barbara <laughs> found in a newspaper and he in the record shop and he just happened to have his yeah. ancestral book. I was, He's like, I got this book. Hold on, let me move the Cheeto bags out of the way. I got <laughs> <this book." laughs> By that point, I was hungry for an explanation. Like, somebody please explain to me what in the world is going on. And if he had to put his <laughs> Cheetos out the way to read some book, I'm like, thank goodness. Somebody no. told me what the heck is going on. It was like 80s and 90s cheesiness <laughs> in one right. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he was but, cool. I was, I'm glad he found the show. With it. No, but <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> Sorry. yeah, I, I was okay. like, thank God, because I wasn't. I wanted better, but it's fine. We can <laughs> move bad. on. It's only an hour and a half. So now we're breaking away from the Cheeto guy. Now we're going on ahead, and Terrible. we're going to talk about. The whole entire sequence with Max, well, and everything with the whole entire fight scene. But what did you think about the whole entire armor, though? The armor that Diana used. Oh, the gold armor. Yeah, like it. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, she was like a. That was sweet. She was like that, was awesome. that was really like, good. I I would definitely wear that. Yeah, I sent you that. I would um, wear that word. I sent you that the toy from Top yeah. Marlin. Mm-hmm. They got it in Target. Yeah. 15 bucks, the replica. Really? The, yeah, check your messages. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just checked at the fact. I saw the, by the way, I saw your message. I saw your DM. But, but to be honest with you, I was expecting that thing to be at least $35, $40, the way it looked. Not 15 Oh, yeah. Well, it's oh, kind of yeah. small. It's, it's real detailed. Yeah, and then yeah. they have one on sale where it's not the armor, but it's at GameStop for thirty bucks. Yeah, you see, I bought the Punisher statue for like sixty bucks, and that was the John Bernthal one. Mm. Mm. 
So I just had to get that whenever I saw it. But anyways, um, yeah, and I could see the cosplay that's getting ready to happen. Oh, I can't wait to see that. that. I was looking at that online, like how much would that cost? And it's like <laughs> about two thousand for somebody to make it for you. And then yeah. the one at Party City looked like some golden leotard oh, with <laughs> Dollar Tree wings on it. Yeah, then she showed me one <laughs> from which one <laughs> looked like my underoos when I was six. Yeah, she had Wonder Woman under roofs. That's how yeah. that's how long of a fan. And it was like, yeah, and what you showed me was what, 200, 300? Yeah. And it looked like my under roofs when I was six. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Who won't that? Like, you look stupid. See, for me, with the scene though, with the costume and everything, it's like, okay, I forgot my wings at home. Let me go back and get them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, I know. By the way, I got this golden suit over here in this dusty bag. I'm like, girl, what? That'd be out there in my... I have that hanging up my liver roll. She's like, yeah, it's just over there. Yeah, and he's like, what is it? He's like, what? And she's like, oh, let me put this last on you. That's what it is, okay? Uh, I got stuff to do. (laughs) Another thing, thing, though, too, is I didn't understand how her ability to fly. I didn't understand that part. I didn't understand Unless you actually count Steve going well, when you look up, it's easy to fly. If you just look at, they're just clouds and air. Even mm-hmm. that, I'm like, that don't work for me. I need more of an explanation than there's just sky, air and sky and clouds. No, I just need more than that. I thought I read somewhere they were saying that oh, it was her emotions that just propelled her. Yeah, to that's fly. what I thought. Yeah. I thought she was just so angry and so full. Breathing. She was just so tired of having to sacrifice, but she got to do it. And she got so much power that, you know, she just kind of propelled herself up there Mm. to fly. And I wasn't sure in Justice League, was Wonder Woman flying? I I can't remember, but that's what I thought. It was like she had so much power in her that she just propelled herself to fly. Well, how did Superman learn to fly then? Did he did he ever practice in the movies? Like in the original Superman movie with Chris Reeve, yeah, he would. Then he would fly in the barns. He couldn't fly straight, so he just kind of just flew, just ran, and just said, "Yeah, it's the same way." He was running, 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 and then he jumped over a train and realized he could he can do that pretty easy. So maybe they tried that explanation. Well, even a man of steel, though, even a man yeah. of steel, he was having a hard time flying. Yeah, because don't forget, Clark was only Superman for a couple of hours when all the shit went down. Yeah, so that's another thing, key factor. Maybe they should have mm-hmm. had her run and then kind of like lift up a little bit and stumble and then mm-hmm. kind of just propel up. No, I liked it. Um, I liked the way they did. Yeah, I, I uh, like it. Yeah, it. I agree. I, I like it. I like it. I just need yeah. somebody to explain the plot. Explanations. Right. Yeah. Um, Larry Lee's from Cinema Gold. He said Wonder Woman 84 was great. Roxy yeah. 007. Yeah. I like uh, Wonder Woman 84. Roxy. Roxy. 
Thank yep. you, Rock. Thank you, Roxy. We liked it. Overall, yeah. I mean, we liked it. But I just think her emotions, like when you're so angry and full and pissed off and, you know, it's kind of, it's the equivalent of when you're real angry. Some people can just start running, even though they're out of shape. It's like they got to get that off of them. Right. They got that emotion. They just start running. And that's her version of running. She she was so full. She ran so hard and ran so fast. She just started flying. Mm. And then once she realized, like, whoa, wait a minute, I'm up here. Then she was like, yeah, okay, let me keep going. Thing, okay, we're gonna talk about the lasso thing though too. Up in yeah, the sky, you and I are both on the, Hey, you need to stay on my head. But you, you and I are on the same side. <laughs> 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 but okay, but the part with the lasso though, when she's going wrapping the thunderbolt and everything. Now, this goes into my speculation piece that I did on my podcast earlier but from the audio only i was thinking zeus is playing a hand in that for uh her taking down aries once again and giving her the power to actually glide across with the thunderbolts and everything mm-hmm. and stuff with right, the lightning right. bolts. right, yeah, right. So that's what i was thinking but right, once again right. direction so you yeah. know i'm happy that none of my stuff <laughs> you know i'm glad that none of my predictions actually happened yeah you know? mm-hmm. i don't know so they, they you know they may they may expound on Zeus and all of that. They may do that with with this woman, Wonder Woman three. Yeah, like, Wonder Woman three. So yeah. they got to introduce the gods again, then. Right. We're gonna get into that part towards the end, though, as far as uh, speculations and stuff like that. But let's okay. go on and talk about the big climax of it now. This is where it's actually gonna be wrapping up with the stuff in the dark with Cheetah and everything else. Yeah. So, like we mentioned before, Ladasha, we both didn't really care for the uh, scene with Cheetah and stuff like that as far as the yeah. fight goes, right? Yeah. So, so, explain, so, explain what you didn't like about the fight scene. It was dark. I really had a hard time seeing what the action was. Hmm. And I, it was hard to see what they were doing. Mm. It was just dark. And I wish right. they had fight in the daytime so I could really like see <laughs> what people were doing because you know you hate to compare it to a Marvel movie, but you know <laughs> it's like when they have a big bad fight in Marvel, you notice it's in the daytime, people, so people can see what's going on, but. Right. It's black dark night, and then it's, and I'm like, maybe if I had been in a movie theater and saw it, That's what I'm thinking. yeah, I would have saw more detail. I was thinking maybe because yeah. we saw it on my iPad, and I was yeah. thinking maybe my lighting is dark. Nah, maybe. I think it's dark. I saw it on my 40, to be yeah. honest with you, I had it on my 48 inch TV. Yeah. And everything, and that's high def as anything. And the shots were very dark. Mm-hmm. I, okay, usually when CGI is horrible, Hollywood likes to do this. They like to go ahead and put dark lighting around CGI that's actually horrible to make mm-hmm. us not notice that CGI is shitty. And that's yeah. exactly what I think that happened. Yeah. They went on ahead, they tried to dress it up, put a little bow on it, and for us to try and not notice that the CGI is bad. But it's yeah. clearly, when they're actually fighting, the CGI is actually bad for that scene. It really and then. Is. 
I liked how Diana is always one of those characters that says, I don't want to do this, but you're making me do something that I don't want to do. Yeah. The repercussions of Cheetah going after her underneath the water and then shocking her. Mm-hmm. Everything. You can tell Diana didn't want to do that. You can tell that that yeah, no, she didn't want to. Mm. Yeah, she didn't want to do that because she she had a soft spot for Barbara because she didn't oh. see she, she saw Barbara. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Roxy. Uh, 007, I saw the reason why it was dark because of Cheetah's makeup. Oh boy, yeah, Roxy. When they they show her looking crazy like that, I'm like. It looked like Sir the Soleil going wrong. I mean, the play. I like that gone. Larry said there's an article published explaining how she flew. Oh, cool. does he know the name of the article? Larry, do you know the name of the article? If you can, uh, go on ahead, inbox it to me on Twitter, and uh, I'll forward it over to Tamika as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see your Kelly Woodman. I think the fight sequences needed to improve in a big way for the third one. Her fight sequences in Donna Justice League, uh, Donna Justice and Justice League, yeah. and that woman were a lot better. Yeah. There needs to be more action in the third one. Yeah, Roxy, saying, just saying, hey, it's all good, yeah. Roxy. Seriously, I'm glad that you actually brought that to our attention. Yeah. Um, uh, Charlie goes, I agree. The sequences were too dark. Yeah. More yeah. like Cats, the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like yeah. cat things right here. Yeah, certain so yeah. Like, what in the world? Yeah, house all messy. I'm like, ugh. I thought it will. Yeah, they did do like the little things like cat. I thought she would have like a little cheetah suit, not look like a cat. Nah, I'm glad that they actually went that route in a sense yeah. to where it wasn't like a suit or anything like that. It was just CGI, but I want a good CGI, not like the half-ass CGI. Yeah, I won't do it. And you know, some of that CGI in the whole movie, you can tell it was it wasn't top of the line. It wasn't Marvel CGI. <laughs> there we go. Marvel. <laughs> I'm just that's saying the, that's the issue in a post Marvel world. Post Marvel world. And I'm like this Quite I, like, like we talked about before with that whole entire scene in the mall and everything, it felt like it was yeah. Wonder Woman on ice. <laughs> That's basically yeah, what I exactly. And I was like, all right, then we need to improve this CGI just a little. Just Unless a little. it was kind of like, um, if you've seen the, because I've been watching the Wonder Woman TV series, which is on HBO Max, everybody. Yes. Um, it's kind of cheesy yep. like that. Shout out to Linda Carter. Linda Carter, if you watching, hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> so right. it's kind of like that with the TV series and Wonder Woman. Everything is so cheesy. And then she's mm. like that. And then they're like, oh, you know, they just kind of yeah. fall. But so, yeah, but you know. These yeah. Hey, Roxy, I like both. I'm a DC fan and I'm also a Marvel fan, boys. So, you know, I fit right up in there. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, DC CGI, they need to step their game up. I mean, they they yeah. they making a comeback slowly. They are. Slowly. It's just that Wonder Woman, uh, between Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they're both carrying the franchise on their backs. Yeah, literally. It's just them. And she still is carrying And they don't mess up Henry Cavill and Superman. I don't know what yeah. they did with they just screwed that yeah. whole thing up. He more than Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. 
Let's, okay, let's go in ahead and talk about Maxwell. Well, I got to watch the witch in the dark. I got to turn the light off. John, continue. John, continue. Okay. So, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so. You're embarrassing me on TV. But anyway, Wonder Woman. Okay, so Maxwell and everything. Did you, okay, the whole entire delivery of like, oh, well, I need millions of people to touch, so I need to go on ahead and go on TV and everything and get yeah. as many witnesses as I can. Not only that, but I also forgot to mention the fact that every single time when someone makes a wish, it weakens him. Yeah. We actually have to take more vitamins. So my thought process was this. The only way to take him down is, I hate to say it, make more wishes to the point where he actually dies. Because don't forget... The, step, the whole entire stone disappears after a certain amount of time because maybe the person dies because mm -hmm. they are only allowed so many wishes and everything. So maybe that person winds up dying. And that's mm -hmm. why it only popped up for a certain amount of years. So mm -hmm. I was thinking, okay, maybe that's the way that they're actually going to have to take him down. But instead, and everything, Diana, there's only one way for her to get through to him. And I like how they actually do it. I like the fact that, you know, he, of course, you know, he's over there making people wish for different stuff, off-the-wall stuff and things like that, too. But I like how Diana all of a sudden wraps his feet around the lasso and mm -hmm. he's like, holding up to his mistakes and telling the truth. And then she, everybody's like, well, I don't understand how her voice can be projected through and everything and he can actually hear her. But mm -hmm. my thing is, I'm thinking her voice is being projected through the lasso and out through the lasso through him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She just needed so, that connection with the lasso, and then she could just kind of, you know, like, not invade him, but, you know, she can go and broadcast herself through him. Because he became right. a broadcast himself. Because mm -hmm. once the camera, because she got rid of the camera, and he's like, that's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, he, he became his own broadcast like channeling out to everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. But I thought the more that he other people wish that he would wish on top of their wishes. Right? Because he was like, and I will take this from you. Right. So he that's what I strengthened him was the more people wish, the more he could take from them. Take their life right. for it. Life for Yeah, he yeah. could take their life for yeah. the more they wish. Yeah. Right. But I think John said it was going to be too much. A human can't take on that much. Yeah. We already saw the outcome. Whenever he had all those people he was wishing, his ears were bleeding, his nose was bleeding. Even his own son, whenever he makes that wish, because I wish to be more like you. And, you know, I believe that the witch contradicted itself on that part to the point where it actually kind of protected the kid. It's mm -hmm. like, well, you cannot be like me because I'm only one. I'm only have one stone. So therefore you cannot take what you don't have. Yes. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he is the stone. So if mm -hmm. they had like maybe two stones, maybe he could actually get the wish that way. But uh -huh. considering the fact that his father only has one stone inside of him and everything too, I'm thinking that maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Dallas, one, two, three. The guys already talk about how she uses the lasso. Then when the lasso let go from her hand and she rescued the kids, she had the lasso on her belt when she walked away from landing. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was at the whole entire scene that we were talking about with Steve Trevor and her and stuff like that when they were trying to save the kids. 
Remember mm-hmm. the students, oh, yeah, um, playing soccer or whatever? And oh, she had yeah. to do that. Yeah. To me, that was a callback to the very beginning of the film when she let her guard down. Mm-hmm. And everything. Even though she's showing weakness in this film because of the fact that her power is being taken away, she mm-hmm. did look away for a minute. You know? Yeah. Just like she did in the very beginning of the film. So she showed, like, her guard was totally down during that time. Yeah. Where she got distracted. So I believe that's something that actually happened. Yeah. As well. So that was a good callback. Uh, huh? You mean the scene in the mall where she was looking at the little girl? No, no. Uh, not that part, but the other part where the kids are playing soccer. And oh, in the road in the desert. Yeah. But yeah, and there's also the scene in the mall though that I like though too, where she actually did does lasso the kid, and she yeah. slides her back into the teddy bear. I thought yeah. that was adorable. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, let's see. But then she lets let go of the lasso. It shouldn't have been on her anymore. You see, that's something that I, at that point and everything, that might have been a little bit more power to her. And everything. I think that's also why she lost the grip because her guard was down and because she was actually oh, using her yeah. and abilities. Oh, but yeah. once, but once she reannounced her wish with Steve, she she had her powers back. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, her powers were starting to slip a bit, and because um, I think that was when she got shot and she actually saw blood. Yeah, yeah. Right. So she was she was getting weak. Being anyway, she's kind of immortal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she probably did lose track of that lasso, she didn't have as much control as she usually get has, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Mm. Mm -hmm. but that scene where she flew over the truck in the where she kind of when she went way up over the truck, and I think she she went and grabbed the kids, son, that was awesome, yeah. That was the part that I was talking about. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so of course we always, uh, we got part of that part with Maxwell and everything. He ends up reannouncing his wish. Um, and of course, that, at that time too, we actually have all the missiles going across probably against Russia, against the United States. All of a sudden, uh, you know, <laughs> everybody. Yep. Yeah, that was crazy. Everybody fighting everybody. Yeah, that was all. That was all nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. But it's yeah, yeah, but it's very eighties though, because that's they were on edge like that, you know. But it's funny how you did bust up in the White House, and he's like, "What is your wish? I'm here for you, Mister President." I know, and I'm like, "How did he get through the gate?" And it's in a (laughs) secret. It's like, what do we do? Yeah, like, what do we do? And I'm like, get rid of him? Like, what is right. that? How he roll up in the White House like that? And then I'm like, is that Reagan? Or who is this person? Yeah, who is that? I'm like, that's a terrible looking Reagan. Yeah. Like, they could have found somebody that looked more like Reagan. Right. That's what I, I agree. Th- that person didn't even look like Reagan, to be honest no, with you. I didn't look like him at all. I'm like, damn, hey, man. Mm-mm. And then they were talking about the um, Star Wars. Um, yeah, the Star Wars. And they did a horrible job explaining Star Wars. 
Not like Star Wars was easy to understand, but yeah, the president's um, <laughs> plan to yeah, the plan that it, it, we call this Star Wars over here. Yeah, which is that's like, just Star Wars stuff. I'm like, man, that Star Wars stuff was real. Yeah, it was actually like, was. Yeah, like, <laughs> he okay. actually called his plan Star Wars, where missiles would just bounce off a satellite. Right, right. That yeah, it basically. I think it was like yeah, they would put like a like a force field or yeah. something. It would in, intercept missiles before they Too landed. Cool. Yeah, like satellites would throw out missiles before they. Yeah, it would do landed like anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was real crazy. Yeah, you should read your history, kids. <laughs> that's what Reagan really science said. Fiction becomes science fact. That's what Reagan really said. Read your science kids. lining for science fiction becomes science fact. To be honest with you, who won't run Reagan? Yeah. Well, how about it? What's in them jelly beans? That's what I want. I know. <laughs> Learn about the contras and and all them. I'm like, okay, this is more normal. I'm like, okay, this is just basic corruption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that crazy, you out your mind stuff. <laughs> force field. Yeah. I Space force. Well, how I think that's I supposed to know that the forerunner to direct TV? And that's how we got cable. <laughs> but, uh, thanks to Ronald Reagan, yeah, we got cable. Instead of shooting missiles, they shoot down HBO. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they were in the HBO studios. They weren't really in the uh, where the White House and everything making the speeches. But yeah. wow. wow. So we should thank <laughs> Ronald Reagan because if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have cable. Probably, yeah. Wow. Or, yeah. Or our 5G cell phones, which is not good. They're trying to work on 6G. Uh, yeah, we probably had something to do with mm, that. Mm, I'm not a Republican enough, but I, I got to call it. Thank you, Call it like I see it. Thank you. Yeah, I call it like I see it. But you know what yeah. I don't get, though? They actually got someone perfect to play Nixon for Days of Future Past, but we couldn't get a perfect yeah. Ronald Reagan for now, this movie. Nixon was the truth. He was good. Mm. That's one of my favorite movie days of future past. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because the ring was like naked and stuff. I was like, oh, we anyway, worth my money already. John, look what you did. Worth my money already. See what you did, in John. the beginning. <laughs> Can we continue on? But his Nixon was okay. good. But this okay, so let's go on ahead and talk about. Okay, so we got the ending. Uh, for Maxwell and everything, he winds up uniting with his kid. His yeah. kid winds up telling you, "Listen, Daddy, I'm proud of you and everything, and I don't look at you as like a loser or anything like that." Yeah, that's his dad. I was born. I'm like, oh my god, this kid is gonna oh, make me terrible. I know. I'm like, this kid gonna make me cry. Yeah. Oh my god, when he said like, into his dad, I'm like. <gasps> Oh, like three or four scenes that were tear breakers for me. The Diana having to say goodbye to Steve again. Yeah, yeah that was hard. Yeah. yeah, the kid, and then also too. Hold on, uh, Anthony's here. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, hey. Hey. Anthony. <laughs> what Anthony. is good, everybody? Anthony, hey, hey, finally meet you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is my first time meeting them too. This is my first time too. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> What's up? 
nothing much, man. It's good to actually have you. We're actually putting in a little bit of our final thoughts and everything. So I thought this was good. Are you from ATL? Are you from Atlanta? Are you from Atlanta? No, 70 miles from Atlanta. Uh, Georgia, though, yeah. Well, in Macon. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's a little town. It's up from Macon. <laughs> up from Macon? What that? <laughs> Wait, I'd be down for Macon. I don't know. It's, 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 it's... <laughs> 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 I'm from Macon in Atlanta. Anyway, Wonder Woman. Oh, yes, oh. Wonder Woman. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're just doing a final thoughts on it, though, man. Okay. So yeah. we're gonna. So what I figured was, since you got like a few minutes and everything, dude, I, I do appreciate you coming in at like a few minutes yeah. and everything just to chat yeah. Yeah. before we up with us. So. <laughs> Let's go on ahead. Um, so <laughs> give us your thoughts. We've been talking for a good solid hour and everything. Give us your, your thoughts on this whole entire oh. thing. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> I've, I've watched it like three times. I plan on watching it a, a few more. Um, I thought it was okay. I, I <laughs> There are some things there that were mm, kind of didn't sit well with me, just mostly visual effects wise or whatever. But like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, um, the performances, the strongest part of the movie, I thought, were the, all the, the actors because mm-hmm. they all came in hard. Every yeah. Pedro Gal Gal has like stepped her game up. From yeah, her, yeah, from, yeah, totally. Yes, from mm-hmm. when she um from from the first one, I, I've always liked her as Wonder Woman as Diana, but like this, she stepped it up. Uh, the scene with her and Steve, like right there at the end when she had to renounce her wish, was fired. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like overall, I liked it. I liked her fight with Cheetah. Um, I thought it could have been a little bit longer, uh, yeah, and but, lighter, not as dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Dark. It wasn't yeah. nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I like use of the armor. I liked. This is spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah. This uh, is okay. <laughs> so we can spoil um, the hell out of this thing, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked. Um, I liked them having um Linda there. Um, I actually, th- as soon as they showed her, showed her eye when they were showing that little flashback scene. Yeah. Yeah. I, so as soon as I saw her eyes, I was like, yo, that's Linda Carter. Right. So. Oh yeah. Cause I'm like that, that eye, them eyes look familiar when I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end when Linda Carter showed up, I'm like, Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. She was, she, I think, um, hopefully they use her again in the future. Uh, they got to. yeah, they do. They, they do. got to, um, but yeah, the visual effects. Some of it was, you know, when she was yeah. when she swooped in and saved those kids, like on that on that highway or whatever. It looked like it looked kind of it looked like mannequin arms or something when they were rolling. It just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It, it looked. It looked, it looked it, yeah, it looked. Uh, it looked like mannequin arms. So like that that part, and I I know um, Patty Jenkins like wanted to use a lot of practical effects in this movie and, and not not that much CGI. And you could tell um, in some of the some of the scenes, like when she was running at the end after she said goodbye to Steve or whatever, she was running like that was just her like on wires. And so like it, it kind of didn't look like she was, you know, what I mean, like you could tell yeah. she was on wires. You know what I mean? Just, cause, right. just because they, yeah. Yeah, they could have either had her running, really running and mm-hmm. sped it up or, you know. Went went CG with it or whatever, but um, and the mall scene was kind of I, I didn't like that as much. I, I liked watching her move around. I like yeah. watching Wonder Woman do like Wonder Woman shit, like yeah. moving around and stuff. But like, the, the some of the stuff was just <laughs> right. Some of the stuff was kind of silly. Um, yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, overall, I liked it overall. Um, mm-hmm. but as 
you know, like I said, the CGI stuff and but the performances, oh man, the Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig as 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 Cheeto as, mm-hmm. as, as yeah. Doctor Minerva was fire. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he yeah. Was, he was good. Yeah. She was yeah. good. I was real surprised. Yeah, because it was it was like um that TV uh, the Flash TV show got better CGI. Yeah, so somebody running, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna excuse that. What is that with their TV shows not being up the tier for the DC movies? I don't know, but the TV show is, I mean, it's been a minute since I watched, but they see y'all on Pooley, and I'm like, y'all just borrow, um, y'all just borrow black people on this CGI yeah, stuff. that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they yeah. can borrow them. Yeah. They all work for the same company. Yeah, it's like the flash yeah. fight at night, but I can actually see it. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's true. The lighting is definitely better. But Anthony, yeah. I did say this though with the mall scene. I said it felt like Wonder Wo- Woman on ice rather than her running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, no, it was. I don't know. It was. I don't want to say cheesy, man, but it was. It just. Right. I don't know. It was. It's a little silly. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but yeah. the. Uh, I like the way the movie started though. The the games, like the Olympic, whatever they want to call yeah. that, and things oh, yeah, was fire. That was- point i like yeah. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah I was I on point. um yeah but yeah overall i liked it but there, there are some things in there and i've noticed a lot since i've watched it a couple because i watched it at the movies then i come home and watched it again mm-hmm. later on at night and then i watched it the very next day so um when how I did get it time, feel at the movie yeah how did it feel at the movie uh, there was hardly nobody there <laughs> no i mean the, uh, the the actually seeing it on the big screen oh yeah it, i mean it, it looks good I mean, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, but it, but there are those. You, that's where you really notice the visual. Oh, <laughs> the visual, the visual, oh man, dude, that, that that one really got me when when she saved those kids and they went to rolling. I was like, ah, she's like, it, it looks like she's holding two dolls. Like, it just looks. So, oh, it looks so bad. It looks so bad. Like, if you guys, if you, I don't know how many times y'all have watched it, but if you get to watch it again, like, really look at that one. I was like, oh, but okay, um, yeah, yeah, just check that out. The, no, I thought she, I, I thought the, the fight the fight yeah Cheetah. yeah no the, 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 I liked it I just wished it was longer but I liked it mm-hmm. I liked the way they made her look I like her her makeup and all of that stuff even and most you know when she's jumping around that's not practical that's like CGI and she, right. it looked good to me so I, mm-hmm. I liked her look um I hope she could to come back at some point in time uh I think it's yeah. it's uh, Maxwell, you never saw her renounce her wish, which was yeah. The- oh that's yeah, that's she didn't yeah she it. never renounced her wish yeah, yeah so um yeah. she didn't and so like her wish was to be like Diana to be fast strong or whatever the apex predator thing I think that she didn't renounce that one either but I think that no. went with Ma- that's why she changed back I think because that went with Maxwell's renouncing his wish mm-hmm. yo that scene at the end was I. <laughs> Kind of odd his son found him that quick. It was they were in the right. he was in the woods. It was kind of crazy. But once they got together, that that was one of the best scenes in the movie, too, obviously, to me. With, right. with him and his son talking and like that that moment yeah. right there at the end. I like that a lot. But yeah, the cheetah fight was fire. I thought it was I thought it was good. Just mm-hmm. if they could have gave me some more of that. Cause as as comic book fans, like if we're used to like a a fight lasting just fucking two or three issues of a you know right. what i'm saying like like mm-hmm. lasting a long time so like trying to translate that to screen obviously for a movie that's already two and a half hours they weren't going to make it that much longer but right. I, I i still liked it i was still i was satisfied with it 
Yeah. Another thing, though, too, is I liked when Barbara first gets into... Remember when they have that party over at Maxwell's house? And then they have, like, this jungle-type music on there? I thought that was perfect. I thought that was a perfect way of actually introducing her. There was a lot of cheetah nods in the movie there was a rug somewhere in the movie i can't remember yeah. where it was was like yeah. it was cheetah pretty yeah there's so there was yeah. a lot of nods to that so and then i think she had on cheetah boots diana had on some cheetah high heels yeah 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 well now that i'm thinking about them all because i've been watching wonder woman the tv series anthony on hbo Max. Yeah, so it feels more like they were trying to. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, whoa, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So anyway, like I was saying, when uh. In a TV series, they were doing the same thing. Like if you see the first um, episode mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Wonder Woman TV show, they're doing the Olympic Games too. Yeah, and oh, yeah, it's yeah. something like the cheesiness of the mall is kind of like that in the TV series as well. Mm-hmm. It's like you have all this false punching and all yeah. this cheesy moving yeah. around. Yeah. I feel yeah. like yeah, they they were trying to do a nod to the TV yeah. series too. Mm-hmm. Linda was in it. But they had to be cheap because that was the budget they had. Yeah, that is that's that yeah. yeah. That show came out. Yeah. And we're bad. I know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but yeah, if if they yeah, they had you can see. Those those TV shows yeah, they they didn't they they weren't giving them a bunch of money. No. Not like they are now. Not like the shows, the DC shows that are like on HBO Max, like Titans or whatever. That those shows weren't getting that kind of money back in the day. So. No, they yeah. they really were getting horrible, crappy money. So it's amazing you saw anything, which is probably why I overlooked bad CGI. That's what I grew up on, is that. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that that CGI looked rough. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it, All right. Well, I, honestly, to me, the CGI didn't look rough in, in the movie. It's when they did the practical stuff. That's the, yeah. That's yeah. where it looked. It kind of looked funny, man. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate it because, like, I grew up on movies that used a lot of practical effects, like Star Wars and stuff. But like yeah. now, nowadays, like you know, CG, it's it it. I think it can help more than it hurts as long as it's it's done you know tastefully and great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they 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 could have used some more in this one for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they really did need some more, and yeah. I and I think we talked about. It. I just did not like um, Cheetah's makeup at the end. Oh, you didn't like it? I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty. No, trying to do like the comics because oh. in the comics, I know her hair is like kind of part of mm-hmm. Cheetah. Yeah, or you wanted her to be like. Uh, 
the technology. I, I see what you, once you can learn, once you know how to fly, I think that no matter what you're flying, it's the same. Um, no matter like, I guess once you learn how to fly something, you pretty much can fly anything, but like the technology that that's a little bit different. He was just like, Oh, fuel. And, and yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, but I, I, I like that scene as well. The, you know, they gave a little nod to the invisible jet and you saw, yeah. you, know, you know, that scene yeah. with the fireworks and all of that stuff. Yeah. The, the thing about that scene that got me, I'm like, yo, how did you learn how to make stuff invisible? Mm-hmm. Cause like, it's kind of weird. She was like, I've done this one time before and it, it was just crazy. So hope maybe that'd get explained somewhere down the line where they tell you why she was able to, <laughs> straight yeah. fly, like, straight just make that right. jet invisible, but yeah, um, yeah. Oh, honestly, yeah, you should have seen that original invisible jet. Oh <laughs> lord, that's, that's pretty much just a toy right. plane oh, and a Barbie yeah. doll. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, yeah. No, that was that was awesome sauce. <laughs> I was like, that's right. That's right. That's what they could afford, and that's what she flew. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about sequel talk. About what we would actually speculate from the sequel and stuff like that on what we would actually like to see. So I'll let you go on ahead first, Tamika. I want to see something where she meets up with Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want it to be Henry Cavill, but I don't know. They kind of <laughs> aging him. <laughs> now, so I don't know, but I want Gal Gadot to, I want Superman to come in to Wonder Woman 3. Oh, so, so it'd be like the love story between them? Not even necessarily a love story. I just want to see them <laughs> together. Working together. In the comments, they put them together, like lovers. Yeah, in the new 52, they did. They did. Oh, they, they, okay. they yeah. So they may, if you do that, some fans may say, well, what about in the new Lois. 52? Why they can't be lovers? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but you know, on Facebook it said that they're super friends. Oh, okay. Really? But yeah, yeah. But that's I think that's kind of what I want to see, and um, I don't want to see her sister. Her sister, Wonder Woman's sister. Why they bring her back? That's what I'm saying. Don't don't ever a, bring her back. In a TV series, oh, God. they brought her back. <laughs> did you notice the guy? The, the oh yeah, that yeah. Right. He, did, he did a little bit. He did a little he bit. He looked like a Superman. Mm-hmm. He did. I want to be Clark. <gasps> no, no, he no, wasn't Clark. No, he wasn't Clark. No, but he did. He just, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to see Cheetah back. But like I said, I want a longer fight um, sequence between the two of them. Yeah, she's the arch enemy to Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, so. she is. She's the most, especially. She's also the most popular like adversary for for Diana. Like that. That's that's her. She has a couple of other ones that are up there, but as far as popularity goes, Cheetah is like 
that's that's her that's her that's her that's her enemy that's her adversary that's her mm -hmm. nemesis so yeah. yeah yeah it's like lex luther and superman yeah exactly yeah yeah or the joker and batman that, it's it yeah that's, yeah. That's, her yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah that's her joke yeah <laughs> what about well, you guys what would you like to see yeah uh i'd like to see them go back to themiscara and mm. have some some of her Oh, man, what is it? Is it Cersei? Or no, it's not Cersei. It's um shit, I can't remember. I I'm drawing a blank right now. But I'd like to see Donna Troy. I'd like to see them go back to, to Amazons and do something Amazon centric, themascara centric, where it's just like she's not in the in the world of man, but it's back there with 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 her and her enemies that that um Oh, I can't remember the name, man. It's, it's killing me right now. <laughs> the 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 the, uh, <laughs> the sorcerer, the sorcerer lady. Um, I can't remember. But uh, I know who you're talking about. I just can't place yeah, her name either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't find it. Uh, but yeah. So I'd like to see that. Um, but that's what I want them to take us back to Themyscira since Patty is and and Gal are both back to doing it, and they fast tracked it because it was so successful this past weekend. Whatever, however much money it made in theaters and the views and the, the watches on mm -hmm. HBO max. So like, yeah, I like to see them go back to theme mascara. I'd like to see more of that, um, more of that world. And I, I don't know when it's going to take place. If it's going to be, I don't know, but, um, and also, I don't want them to do go back in time again. I mean, I understood Wonder Woman the first yeah, movie. It was like in yeah. the 1920s or 1900s or whatever. Yeah, um, it needs to be now. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see her go back and then we see what yeah. happens when she does and, you know, mm -hmm. things that come with being on Theme Mascara. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. Yes. I actually saw that yeah. episode, by the way, where she... Oh, it did! Wow, eighty-five million. That's still pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Don't no, that's that's. Yeah. Also said, that's great. Wants to see Batman show up, Affleck. <laughs> yep, I want to see. <laughs> oh, I want to see Batman show up in a yes, uh, Wonder Woman movie. Affleck, oh, now no. you know he yeah. gets to me. <laughs> hey, I love Ben. Ben is great. Uh, oh. Ben Brown. I'm like, man, oh. yes. <laughs> I want to see one woman be able to fly a fighter jet, hoping in it just go with the wind or whatever Steve tells her, then it magically works. Yeah, <laughs> I know. See. Uh, Roxy said, Super Friends, right. No, I saw that episode. I just saw that episode where Wonder Woman went back to the Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the Nazis invaded because mm -hmm. they found out where the island was. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. So if, yeah, they're, they're, if they're if they want to kind of do that minus mm -hmm. the Nazis, then <laughs> they can kind of yeah. do that. Where somebody finds <laughs> finds out well, where the island. Well, you know when they when I saw Linda Linda Carter at the end, that made me think they are going to go back to Themyscira because yeah, unfinished business. Now that she is alive. Mm -hmm. There's some unfinished business with her um, and the rest of the Amazons. So that's what I assume. I assume that they're going to go back when I saw Linda Carter. She could be like the bitter adversary we didn't realize because she had to stay behind. Yeah, but not bitter towards Wonder Woman, bitter towards maybe her mama. Yeah, all the Amazons. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like leaving her behind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Dang, we just wrote to be honest with you for me i would like to actually see Baffleck come at come in and everything and mm -hmm. team up with wonder woman maybe he's after some type of uh artifact or something like that that diana knows about and diana yeah. has to do some research i want to see some detective work between the both of them to where yeah. they actually have to do some detective work together and then of course they have to go in and try and fight crime together that's what mm -hmm. i would like to actually see and of course, to explain some of the stuff that they didn't get around to actually explaining in this one yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And that way we're like, okay, all those plot holes are now covered up. We can actually yeah. move yeah. on and do something with Wonder Woman uh, 3. Also, too, I want it to be more in the 2020 realm. I don't want it to be any more of this past either. Yeah. So I'm in agreement with both of y'all on that part. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm definitely hoping that they actually keep it in a 2020 realm or 2022 realm or whatever year yeah. this movie actually comes out <laughs> but yeah i'm totally down for that can i see chris pine again can we resurrect him one more time <laughs> maybe he gets the right he's gonna, he's gonna raise the white lazarus one more time nah he's gone Go. Oh. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna bring him back again. I didn't have a problem with how they brought him back this time I, either. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like. It. <laughs> 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 See, I didn't know what to either, man. <laughs> we didn't make sure. Did you get how they brought him back? What was the connection with that guy? I don't. I don't know why that guy got picked. Yeah. I, at first, when he showed up, though, I was kind of like, "Yo, what is going on?" But then, when like the, you know the camera right. angle was going around, and then it shows Steve, I was like, "Okay, I, I see what they're. I see where right. they're going with this." Um, and yo, Chris Pine was fire. Yeah. <laughs> I love but, Chris Pine. Yeah. He's yeah. so underrated. Yeah, all the all the performances in this movie were. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I saw a bad one where. <laughs> the armor survived all all of men, and then that, that just shows. Armor. That just shows how strong Cheetah was, man. Yeah, like, yo, was when she wished to have Diana's whatever, that's that that's why she because you know yeah. Diana probably could yo, was y'all when 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 uh when it showed the flashback where she was like had all the um she had the armor in the circle, those dudes like they come straight out of 300. Like, yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They look like some dudes. I'm like, oh my lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she yeah. did say she wanted to be an apex predator, so maybe she had Diana plus extra power. Yeah, yep. The yeah. way she can break, break through the armor. But if yeah. they bring Gal Gadot and Linda Carter, they both gonna whoop Cheetah's ass. I mean, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. that yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be that fight right there. But what I, I still, want to see is what would be cool is to see Linda Carter versus Gal Gadot. Maybe yeah, Linda plays the villain. Yeah, I would like to actually yeah. see that dynamic yeah. where the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. left her. I like to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Larry said this. <laughs> that he says I don't want to do this. Yeah, I have to smile to the movie lovers like, tonight podcast. Thank you, man. I do appreciate <laughs> you know, that. Yes, yeah, man. Do it. it. What? It's an awesome podcast. Subscribe yes. now. Yeah, hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe I've been button. on YouTube a lot. Yeah. Hit the subscribe yeah. button. Hit the bell. Yeah. And just hit that subscribe button down there. Smash that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get all the notifications. Yeah. I've been on YouTube a lot. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. And we also have a Patreon too. So subscribe. Yeah, to that. we have a Patreon page. Yeah. Subscribe to that. Thank where you. John is going to give exclusive content. Exclusive. Exclusive. Trying to get John to the beach. So he can do a Patreon cam oh, from the beach. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Let's get into our ra- rankings out of five. So, what do you rank? So, let's go with Tamika and Ladasha. What's your ranking out of five? Of what? For Wonder Woman. What just happened? Ah, <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> just happy to be here. We've been talking about for two hours. One to one. Yeah, four, four, four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah, four yeah out of we five. do four out yeah. of five. Okay. All right. I'll go three and a half out of five. Well, three point five out of yeah, yeah. Wow. The, the, uh, so that the mannequin arms, man. I can't. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know. I need to see the mannequin arm. Hey, next time you watch it, next time you watch it, pay attention to that roll after she yeah. does. Oh, oh man, <laughs> yeah, that man. Right. Let's see here. I remember whenever I gave the ranking for Wonder Woman, the very first Wonder Woman, I gave it like a four point nine out of five. Oh like yeah, one, I gave you that. Yeah, it was fire. I mean, it was everything worked. So yeah, with this yeah, one, yeah. with this one, I have to say this is Patty Jenkins' bad day at the office, so to speak, with the plot holes and stuff like that. Other than that, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have to say I'm gonna have to go with at least a 3.5 out of five for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a plot Man, either. So, Still on. That bothers us. I know that really irks me. Who is this dude Steve got into? It bothers <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad though when he showed up at the end. I, I think I wouldn't. I would have been a little bit upset if she would have been like, "You want to get lunch or whatever." I'm glad she just talked to him and then he just went on about his business. Yeah, me too. I'm glad she. I, I, I thought it, they were going to do that. They were going to be like, "Yo, uh-huh. you want to get something?" Like, nah, you know, just. Well, that's pretty much it for the show. <laughs> Anthony, where can everybody reach you at? Oh, yeah, you can find me on all forms of social media at 2279ACS. Um, on YouTube, search for the ACS Universe, and you'll find me there. And, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Okay, and everybody, you guys can follow me on Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have a movie webpage now called www.movieloversunite.com for your, all your entertainment needs and wants and everything. If you want to see some movie reviews, some movie news, go ahead and check that out. We also have a Pinterest at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite. We also have a Patreon, like Tamika said as well. Another thing too, guys, we also have a GoFundMe page in the link below. Go on ahead, smash that shit. Go on ahead, donate some money to us and everything just to keep the lights on here, keep everything flowing, keep everything fresh. And then also too, we also are going to be doing our gangster movies and stuff like that for the Patreon. Our very first, our very, um, our very first Patreon is actually going to be Caesar from the 1938 classic film mm. then uh normally we i do mafia talk mondays where i actually have an after show for the sopranos i had a little cancellation with one of my friends who were actually doing part two of season four and it's bigger than jenny Sachs' ass and that's getting removed from her ass cheek so we actually had to split that into two parts <laughs> so we're gonna be doing that on next monday from mafia talk monday tomorrow i have my friend jason who i'm actually interviewing for he, because he's been through some rough times with the coronavirus, he's just seen things oh. in a, a whole different life. So I yeah. figured this actually goes in, hand in hand. Whenever he saw the movie 
uh, soul. So I figured this would be a good chance oh, to just get yeah, 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 a little bit. And then we're also doing a what if Star Wars kind of theme show for tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going to have uh, Bennett back again. I'm going to have Quentin Bennett back again, independent comic book writer. And he, we're going to have him back. And then after that, who knows what, I, what else I have in store for everybody. So as always, guys, stay safe. And everything. Thank you, Anthony, for coming on at short notice and everything. I do appreciate that. Thank you, Tamika. Thank you, Ladasha. I appreciate y'all very much. And always until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a, a nice, happy new year if I don't see you and everything. And bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>